Coming up, tis the season for gift giving. On this episode, we cover everything you need to know about how to give the best gifts, not give the worst gifts, and some cool, fun ideas on how to make gift giving that much easier. Stick around, it's a holiday episode coming up right now. This is Up for Debate, episode number 97, recorded December 13th, 2017. Gift Wrapped. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the podcast that can talk about anything and often does. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by a gift horse you can look in the mouth, Mr. Matt Mariani. Oh, that's a good one. How are we doing, Mr. Sean? I love that phrase. Do you know, did we talk about on the show the origin of that phrase? No, we did not. Do you know, do you know the origin of that phrase? No, I, I don't. Where does it, where does it come Cause from? Because it's fascinating because it doesn't make any sense at all. Like, don't look a gift horse mm-hmm. in the mouth, but actually... It, you can probably guess. It's not that hard to figure out. But back when I, people... My guess is... Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I was going to guess that it comes... Does it come from the Trojan horse of ancient Greek myth? No, No, that's actually See, better. Yeah, that's surprised. actually better than the actual real reason. I kind of like that one better. Okay. No, no, the Because, re- you know, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't look the Trojan horse in the mouth because when you do, you find out it's filled with snakes. But then wouldn't, the, then wouldn't that like... Then wouldn't the phrase be "do look a gift horse in the mouth" because it could be a Trojan horse? No, you don't find out that it's filled with snakes, Sean. You find out that it's actually filled with tons of Greek soldiers that are ready to burn and pillage your entire Which, city. God, they were. You would never get through TSA today with that kind of. <laughs> no, I don't think so. They, you go through that X-ray machine, and they'd be like, "Sir, we're going to have to ask you to step aside." You got a whole bunch of Greek soldiers in this here Trojan horse. You can't have uh, more than three ounces of Greek soldiers, and they got to be in a, yeah. in a Ziploc bag, clear bag. In, in a travel sized tube, and uh, you know, and we're gonna need you to take your shoes off now and bend over. Could you imagine, like, not that people were stupider back then? Maybe they just didn't know any better. But like, could you imagine today them trying to pull that stunt? Like, here is a gift of a giant wooden horse. <laughs> like it just doesn't make any anyway we're off topic here uh, the short version is don't look gift horse in the mouth back when people used to buy and sell and, and give horses as gifts right and things of that nature back when horse trading was a thing apparently you can tell the age of a horse by its teeth because horse teeth don't like fall out they just grow and grow and grow as the horse gets older and so you can tell how old a horse is by the teeth and ah. so when someone would sell you a horse they'd say this horse is four years old and it would be rude of you to look at the horse's teeth because you didn't believe the person was telling you the truth. Maybe they were trying to sell you an older horse and they were lying about it. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth to see its age. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the more you know. I don't know why we still use that phrase, but... I think it's that's a pretty cool origin. It is, and... Just like uh, the origin of don't go to sleep under a radiator because you might accidentally hit your head on the radiator. Oh, look, it says, I just looked that up. It says right here, source, Matt Mariani, (laughs) 2017. (laughs) I did not know that. It turns out. I I added it to Wikipedia and everything. Turns out the, the phrase comes from a time when a man named Matt Mariani accidentally had too much to drink and fell asleep under a radiator. Interesting. True story. See, the more you know. The more, the more you know. That's um, 
anyhow, we're not here to, although we could do a whole episode on the origin of common phrases. Frankly, I'm surprised we haven't done that's that. That's a really, already. I'm going to, where's my pen? That, I got to. sounds like it should have been like episode three. I'm, I'm writing that one down. Anyway, yeah. Write it, it down on our, on our never ending list. And I already have Speaking a, of never ending list. I know. Um, we're about to hit that big one zero zero. I can't believe it. Matt, can you believe Isn't that it? That crazy. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe they let us go on for this long. So much has happened since episode one. Honestly, I, I can't believe that people continue to pay to listen to us for a hundred <laughs> episodes. I mean, I thank the viewers profusely for, for paying for the premium membership, but uh, I mean, they really didn't have to, you really yeah. didn't have to do that guys. Like, well, and I love the fact that the, f- that the fine folks at the Coca-Cola corporation continue to sponsor us week after week, Coca-Cola it's, Oh shit. Oh, oops. <laughs> oops. Wrong case. Sorry. Pepsi, the taste of a new generation. Well, uh, I'll be on the phone with our sponsors after this. Uh, My bad. This mishap. RC Cola, we're happy to never take your money. That down. You know who we seriously could get to sponsor us? And and um, I have a couple cans in the in the fridge. I think I pulled one out when we were D&Ding. Uh, Pib. Pib. Pib Extra. No, we are not. I, I refuse to take Pib Extra's dirty money. <laughs> I'm not. I, no, absolutely. This we it's we stand probably. for. I will assure our fans if we ever, ever, we're a hundred episodes in. We still have never had a sponsor. If we ever get a real sponsor, I assure you, I will personally endorse that. I, we will never take money from a product I will not use myself. And Pivextra is one of those. Pivextra so, no. fantastic. No, it's I'll take shut up. Money. No, it's not. If Just get a Dr it, Pepper. I'll take their money. Um, but for real, I think that Pib Pib Extra might be if, if you were to think of a money of a of a of a soda company that would be most likely to deal directly in um made up currency it would probably be pib extra like they probably exchange like like pib bucks or some kind of like pib dollars or something like here i'll write you that check for endorsement in pib dollars like <laughs> In a lifetime supply of Pib Extra, no thank Nobody you. Nobody would ever expect it. Like <laughs> now, is I I remember growing up with Mister Pib. Is this the same company? It Have is. They just rebranded themselves as Pib, but it's not the same formula. It's it's slightly different, and it is and it is it's it's a taste for a new generation. Like they did actually reformulate it um, to to create Pib Extra, but you cannot get Mister Pib anymore. That sucks. I love Mr. Pib. I miss Mr. Pib. And when I bought Pib Extra, I thought it would be like Mr. Pib, and it's not. No. It's it's like a disappointment in a can. Yes. Uh, compared to Mr. Pib. Mr. I love Mr. Pib. Uh, the way I would differentiate the old and the new taste is like the old taste was kind of more root beerish. Like it had like more of a I don't know. It was a little bit more bitter, but in a good way. New Mr. Pib is too sweet. It's like it's like a tastes like a budget Dr. Pepper. Well, that's what they did. They upped the they did like when they did um New Coke is where they kind of tweaked the sugar in it. That was one of the big changes between Pib and Pib Extra. I've never personally had Mr. Pib, so I never I never lived that sweet Pib lifestyle. Oh man, I have such nostalgia for going to Sam's Club with my mom and getting a big uh big gulp size thing of mr pib and you get those really long hot dogs that they had in their snack bar yeah but you didn't you didn't get a giant big gulp size dr thunder 
No, no, I would go for the I would go for the Mr. Pib every time. Uh, what is Doctor Thunder? That's that's Walmart's brand of Doctor Pepper. Okay, so how did this Thunder guy manage to get his doctorate? And Pib, yet Pib is just he's just Mister Pib. He's yeah, well, just a regular there's Doctor Pepper too. It's a good question. Yeah, but you know what? We talked about this on game nights where it's you know Mister Pib is the drink of the everyman. It's the working class beverage. You know, know this highfalutin fancy Dan. You know, drink your Doctor Pepper out of a champagne flute type beverage. No, <laughs> no, no, no. This is a pound and chug beverage. This is Mister Pib. Mister Pib. I'm surprised they didn't do like a like a Pac-Man thing where they put a boat a little a little top bow tie on it and create Miss Pib. For late, it was Tab, yeah. I guess, was Miss Pib. That would have been smart. They could have made like a strawberry flavor or something like that and for the it ladies. It would be Mrs. Pib, I think. It would be oh, because like, they're like, married. Married Mrs. Yeah, but Pibb. wait, were, were was Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man were they married? Yes, I'm pretty sure it was Ms. Pac-Man. Sometimes married married women like to they prefer Ms. Sure. With that like Z sound. Sure. Because like Miss is clearly unmarried. Ms. is that one where you're like just not sure. You don't they might be married, they might not be married, so you better err on the side of Ms. It's weird. It's one of those weird little ways our language has evolved. The honorifics of our language have evolved. But I mean, it could be worse. We could be, it could be Japanese where there's like 17 honorifics and it's all based on like your age and gender and relationship to the person you're talking to and what, 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 uh, what the weather is like outside and, uh, whether or not you put your left foot in your left shoe first or your right shoe in your right shoe. Honorifics in Japanese are confusing, very confusing. But we won't get into that. Well, that today. wraps up this episode. That's that's the end, Matt. That's it. We've wrapped up this episode. Hope you enjoyed our discussion on it. on gifts and and gifts for the holidays. <laughs> I hope we, you learned a lot. You can give people Mister Pib, except it doesn't exist anymore. You can give them Pib Extra, but it's not as good as Mister Pib. Uh, you can uh, give them the gift of sponsoring our show. I don't know. That's pretty much all we've covered. No, Matt. It's the holidays. In case you haven't heard. Tis the season. The reason for the season is gifts. And that's probably one of the things, really, regardless of what you celebrate, whether it's Christmas or Hanukkah or Boxing Day or the winter solstice, there's usually gifts involved. And you pitched this idea a little while back that we're smart guys. We've given gifts before. We've received gifts before. Maybe we should give the folks out there some help at this time of year, Matt. You know, I saw an interesting survey. I did a little Googling here before the show. Uh, actually, one of the rare times we do research on this program. And in this article on uh, KTNV, Las Vegas' news leader, uh, they cite a survey 69% of Americans would give up exchanging gifts during the holidays if everyone else would agree to it. Oh. So I'll start with this question, Matt. I, I would... Do you like giving gifts? Yeah. No, I hate it. I hate it, and I'm, I'm 100% with that 69%. It sucks. Yep. Giving gifts is the yep. worst. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for giving up the gifts. Uh, it, you know what? It, it's, just, it's just a pain for people. And sometimes, uh, like, I could see back in, like, back in, like, the pre-industrial era, like, this exchange of gifts, like, actually meant something. Because it usually meant you had to either make something by hand or you were extravagantly wealthy and could buy some kind of rare thing that would be really cool. But now in this, in this age, this era of like 
instant gratification and cookie cutter assemblage. And like, I just feel like I'm doing people's shopping for them. It's like, I'm, I'm carrying out somebody's shopping list and it all in all, I think when you, when you kind of tabulate it all together, I mean, everybody kind of spends the same amount or roughly, I'd say like roughly the same amount on each other, getting things that people would get on their own. If they just spent the money on themselves instead of on other, other people. I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, I think that it's starting to lose its luster uh, after you reach like my age. When you get to be my age, you know, it, it starts to be it starts to be just more of a pain, more of a pain in the neck than anything well, else. I, I think part of it is we live in an over gifting society, right? Because you're right. Back in those old days, you would get a gift once a year. But now you're getting gifts on Easter. You're getting gifts on your birthday. You're getting candy on Halloween. You're getting Valentine's Day. I mean, you're getting gifts all year round. We live in a heavy gifting society. I'd also argue, and I haven't seen any firm stats on this, but you know how when they look at inflation over time, right? They look at like the price of a loaf of bread and the price of a gallon of milk and how that's changed over time. If there was a gift inflation index, like it would be way higher than milk and bread. Like the cost, the quantity and cost of what people are spending on gifts these days is downright stupid. Like it does, it it boggles my mind. And I am a child of the '90s. I know what it's like to get a Christmas full of too many gifts, and it's wholly unnecessary. I think you're right, Matt. Now that we are, and it's it's kind of a shameful word. I don't like to say it. Adults. I <laughs> think that gifting is way more. There is no fun in giving gifts to adults or receiving gifts from adults. It is not a good mix because, as I tell people who asked me what I want for Christmas, I am an adult. I have a job. I have a bank account with money in it. When I need something in July, I go out and buy it with the money I earn at my job. So when December comes around, you can't get mad that I don't need anything because I have money of my own and I've bought it. A little different for children, but as an adult, it just, Christmas is just, oh, it's such a, it's, oh, it's, it's a hassle. Yeah, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually going to propose to my family that next year maybe we move to like a like a secret Santa well, type operation it's or, or a, or a uh, white elephant kind of thing. I, I know that a lot of families are moving toward those formats of gift giving because then you only have to – in secret Santa, you only have to shop for one other person. Uh, so there you go, one and done. And then you know, in, in a white elephant type gift giving scenario – you're buying one gift that you contribute to the, um, you know, to the to the gift giving lottery, so they speak, so you speak, and uh, uh, it just makes it makes things a lot easier, and I think more kind of more fun. And you know what? If you're only shopping for one person, you can kind of focus on them more and get them something more special, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. Oh no, you're totally right. You kind of kind of like go in there and like really find out something that they will really kind of cherish, and I think that that's much more much more of a noble pursuit than getting them like uh, a, you know, a, 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 a tablet that they're going to use for a couple months and then the new tablet will come out and they'll return that one and, and or like 
sell it on eBay or, or something. Or even worse, the sort of desperate, oh, look, a Yankee candle and some Bed Bath uh, and Body Works hand soap. Thanks. Yeah. You know, it's like, stop that. Right. And it's actually funny you mentioned that. My family, for the first time this year, I'll have to report back after. We're doing Secret Santa for the first time this year. Um, and for many years, my brother, my sister, and I have had a rule for birthdays where we figure it's all a wash. We're all going to spend the same on each other for all of our births. We just don't do birthdays. Um, and I'd like to, and, and I'd like, we don't normally do Christmas even between the siblings really now that I think about it. Uh, so I think secret Santa will work out well, actually, Matt, and you'll appreciate this. Uh, my secret Santa who I picked was my soon to be brother-in-law, my sister's fiance. Um, he does not watch the show so I can reveal what I bought him. I bought him one of those dope pepper grinders. You talked me into buying because yes. he loves oh, pepper he's one of those guys who yeah. covers everything in pepper and i love mine it's awesome and so i picked nice. up one of those and some gourmet peppercorns for him to grind so there you go matt you're kind of secret santa in some ways so thank you cool people should go back and well, listen to our kitchen gadget episodes i i uh yeah i i think um that was a great episode a great episode for gift giving ideas um, and I'm glad I could help. I think that was a, that was a cool little purchase that I tricked you into buying. And, uh, I'm glad that you did. Cause I really needed somebody to try it out. It's, I highly um, recommend it. And, uh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. However, Matt, um, so yeah, the gift giving area, I think, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I guess with, with the results of that survey, it, it is kind of loud and clear, like, if everybody else agreed to stop giving gifts, it seems like the overwhelming, almost like three quarters are, are uh, on board for for not giving gifts either. Yeah, but it's kind so of... So where do you think that'll lead us in yeah, the future? But it's one of those society... There's a lot of stupid bullshit we have to do in 2017 that no one wants to do, but we as a society have always done it. And so we have to... You know, it's like cards on Valentine's Day. It's like, no, no one wants to do that. We just feel like we have to, you know? It's like fireworks on the 4th of July. They're not fun anymore. We've seen them all. But yet we still do them. It's it's just one of those you know, who who can have the best costume on Halloween? It's like no one gives a shit like, but we just do it as a society. So I no. Let, let me make it clear. We live in a capitalist society, in case you haven't known. It seems even more evident these days than ever. And Christmas will continue to be a gift-giving holiday forever if capitalism has its way, and it does. So no, that will never change. I hate to admit it. I hope it does. At, at minimum, I would like it ratcheted down. Because I have, I know people who, especially this time of December, we're, we're kind of towards the second half of December now, who are like, oh, I just don't have enough gifts. And I'm like, so you're telling me you have a lot of gifts, but you, you need one more. You need one more because it's not enough. And I'm like, that's insane. That's bananas. It, it, uh, it reminds me of this... Uh... This meme that was floating around the internet uh, the day after Thanksgiving, you know, on Black Friday, and it said, um, Thanksgiving, the day where you give thanks and appreciate what you have. One day after Thanksgiving, the day when you rush to the store to buy more crap you don't need. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, you're totally it's, right. Uh, it, it's such a paradox. Now, but. with that being said, I will say there is... It is a great feeling when you give the perfect gift, right? I that the I guess if you came to me and said, "Sean, I'll make you a deal," you'll always have to give Christmas gifts, but ninety percent of the time you'll give the perfect gift. I would actually probably be okay with that because 
I think a lot of the problem with giving gifts is giving bad gifts or not knowing what, if the process was simpler. And that's, there, there's a great article here, Matt, and, and maybe we won't step into it now from Forbes, five ways to give better gifts. And I think there's some interesting stuff for us to discuss here. But one of them is just ask the people what they want. Just give them what they want. Ask them what they want and give it to them. I don't like the surprise element of Christmas. It makes no sense to me because you're almost guaranteeing disappointment because either their expectations are high or you misunderstood what they want. Say, I want X, give them X. All right. Well, see, this is where I'm going to have to debate you, Sean. Um, I'm going to have to disagree because if you give them what they want, then you're basically just doing their shopping for them. And I, I think they can just as easily click the damn button on Amazon as you can. So like, what's the point of giving people what they want on Christmas? Because they want so, it. I, well, surprise them with something that they didn't know they wanted. But that's but hard. That they actually can't live without. All right, Matt. But if you think about it, right? In this world, there are millions, maybe billions of products out on the market, right? I'm thinking just me personally, I can name like five I want to buy. Yeah. Maybe 10 out of that billion, right? So the odds of you picking another product that I have not told you I want and getting it right is so crazy slim and this goes back to being adults by the way because buying for children is easy right for the most part i'm not saying it's perfect but they like toys you buy you go buy some legos you buy them a board game you buy them a skateboard it's pretty easy like buying a gift for your dad or a grandmother or like it's oh, dads are very hard to shop for it's impossible I was yelling at my dad on the phone today. I, I've been on him for weeks. I told him, I told him, I said, for Christmas, get me A, B, and C. And guess what he bought me? A, B, and C. And I know what they are, and I know what they're going to be when I unwrap them. And I'm very thrilled because they're things I want and need. He, on the other hand, oh, I don't know. I, what, you know, I don't really need Is one of them a Nintendo Switch? Oh, I should have gotten a Nintendo Switch. I really No, no actually, you want to know what I'm getting is I'm getting measuring cups, winter gloves, and a bathrobe. Because I am an adult and I don't get fun cool gifts things. anymore. <laughs> yeah, bathrobes are, are pretty neat. I gotta say. Do you have a pair of slippers to go with that? Uh, no, I'm getting the pair of slippers with it. So I have a summer bathrobe. I'm going to get a plush winter bathrobe because you got to have all seasons. Oh. Did you know that there, there are different season so, bathrobes? What I want to know is when do you have time to enjoy a bathrobe? Like, I, I genuinely want to know that because. Okay. I, I see I see it now. It seems like the only times I would genuinely be able to enjoy a bathrobe snow days, which I get because I'm a teacher and I live the life of luxury. Of course. Um, and um, and when I'm sick, mm -hmm. like being sick and and which which I don't want to I don't want to wish that on myself or on anyone like that's when you would wear a bathrobe. And I, I wouldn't even say you enjoy the bathrobe. You kind of just wear it. I'm making the quotes. You mm -hmm. just wear it because um, it's comfy. But like, when do you enjoy a bathrobe other Easy than answer. being sick? Easy answer. Not being like, yeah, Saturday morning. So no, Matt, here you go. So I'll give you a traditional answer and, and then the secondary Sean answer. The traditional answer is uh, you're a Southerner now. You may not remember what it's like to be cold in the morning. <laughs> but but I keep the heat in my house very low because I'm very cheap about my heat. And getting out of the shower in the morning is extremely cold. And when you can put on a plush bathrobe and plush spa slippers, it makes it a lot less cold in the morning. That's a practical reason. Now, Matt, let me ask you another question, right? Because you said you don't know where to wear a bathrobe. How many people live in your house? Two. Okay, two. Right. Okay. One person lives in my house. Me. 
So you want to know when the best time to wear a bathrobe is? All the fucking time. All the time. All the uh-huh. time. Especially, it's a little different up here because it's a little cold up here in the north, so the winter not so much. But when I lived in Houston, and the weather at your apartment is constantly about like 75, 80 degrees, you just you fucking wear a bathrobe all the goddamn time, and it's amazing. It's the, you ever think like, wow, I wish I could just like wear my pajamas out and just like wear them all the time. A bathrobe is like that, except better. So, but what I mean is like, are you just going to, are you going to come home from work and just change into a bathrobe? Yes. Wear it? Yes. Okay. Don't knock it <laughs> till you've tried it. It's kind of, I, I mean, mean, maybe it's sad. I don't know. I like it. Maybe, 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 just like maybe that just means I'm very yeah. depressed. I don't know, but <laughs> it's kind of, you know, I'm not, I'm not like, it's not like a stained, like half tied bathrobe with like a bottle of Jack Daniels. I'm swigging out, you know, it's not like that kind of bathrobe. I mean, like, why not just change into your pajamas then? Because like sweatpants and a set of PJs. Because the bathrobe's a little something. more free flowing. It's a little more comfortable. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like the next best thing to just hanging around naked in your house, which I can do because I live alone. But that's <laughs> I don't do that very often because I have windows. Uh, so, you know, although maybe they don't appreciate the bathrobe either. Anyway, this is getting very so, personal. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, bathrobes, I, I still don't know when anyone would get to enjoy a bathrobe. Like, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess if you're like, if you're like super... If you're super committed to wearing the, I don't know. I guess I would I also, never like think about it. I used to use it more when I worked from home, which I don't do anymore. On my work from home days, you get out of bed, you put on the bathrobe, and then you're just fucking hanging around all day, and it's kind of great. Uh, you remember the snuggie? Is snu- snuggie's bullshit? Is that still popular? That's a bad. Hey, gift. I liked my snuggie. I liked my snuggie. The only downside I think to the snuggie was that. It didn't fully wrap around like it, it should have been more like a robe. But that's my point. Then either wear a robe or a sweatshirt and warm pants. It was like kind of like a half ass blanket. That, it's like a shittier blanket. Like get a blanket or get warm clothes. It's like a compromise yeah. product that has none of the good parts of either. I think if it had a, if it had like a belt that you could see where you could secure the, the like because otherwise you'd wear it and it would just keep falling off. Yeah. Of but you. again, you're describing a backwards bathrobe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could just wear your robe backwards. Or just wear it forward and you're wearing a robe. Because that's kind of what I did. So that's mm. that's my advice, but I agree. Speaking of that, Matt, this is a... Why were we talking about bath? Oh, because we're talking about what I was getting for Christmas. Um, Matt, have you ever received any notably bad gifts that that you can recall getting? Well, Sean. Or, or maybe you've given a bad gift. That that afterwards you said, why did I give that as a gift? A gift that went oh, over yeah. poorly. Oh yeah. Um I mean, yeah, there have been gifts that I haven't been like terribly proud of where it's like, you know, kind of half assed, like, okay, I got I got um got someone a book or something because I knew that they liked dogs and here's a book about dogs. I don't know. Um any examples off the top of the head of, of getting gifts that I've been like particularly disappointed with. I can think of gifts that I maybe I haven't like cherished or used for a long amount of time and been like, okay, well that was fun. But like now I put it aside and forget about it forever. And I think that's part of the consequence of over gifting. Like mm-hmm. you were talking about before, 
you kind of get so much that it's like things don't become as special or as sentimental anymore. Um, but yeah, have you ever, what about you? Have you ever given or gotten a bad gift? Oh, for sure. No. I mean, I remember there was one year, this was probably middle schoolish age. I don't remember exactly what year. Uh, and Santa brought me a multifunction printer, which was really funny because my mother really wanted a new multifunction printer. And wouldn't you know it, <laughs> the whole family got to use my multifunction printer. Hmm. Wasn't that a little, and there, there was another year my mother also got me a uh, deodorant, which I don't think she was trying to be rude about. I thought she genuinely thought it was a good gift, but that I explained like to her sending you a message that it, exactly that is not a gift you give somebody. You know, like that's like giving someone toilet paper. It's like it's just not a good, not a good gift. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate. She was that's that's like definitely some kind of big uh, big hint right there. But. You said you were in middle school, so you probably smelled because well, most again, I, I did not take it that way. But I had to explain to her like, don't do this for anyone else. I'm smart enough to know better. If you gave this to like someone who knew you a little more tangentially, they would think you were being rude. Hmm. Um. You know, it's funny. It's uh, I'm definitely. I think we're we're at that age where a lot of the gifts that we we might have looked back on. Like I'm thinking of one gift in particular that I, I I'm looking back on, um, and it was a pullover, and it had a zipper on it, and I got it probably when I was yeah probably when I was in like elementary school, or maybe even middle school, and I remember th like not being so happy about it, but looking back like now, damn I would love a pullover I'd love some kind of like clothes like like those are the gifts that I need now, like more than ever, like definitely more than before. Uh, and back then I, you know, I was probably bummed out. It wasn't a video game or some shit, but like now I think that, I think that I'm more utilitarian with gifts, you know, like if it's something I can use, if it's like some kind of kitchen gadget, I'm always looking for kitchen gadgets that I could use or like, uh, something I could wear or a book I could read. Like, that's to me, those are the kind of gifts that I'm looking more for now. Like, yeah, I'll play the occasional video game. I don't have nearly enough, like as much time as I used to, to devote to that. But, um, but that, that, that kind of shit, like I could, I could buy that for myself. And you buy it when you and need I, it. And I, I would rather go out and buy myself a video game than, you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather go out and buy myself a video game than like, have somebody else buy me the video game. Um, I'd rather somebody else go out and clothes shop for me because I hate clothes shopping. Well, but I was going to bring up the point. Maybe this is a debate we'll have. Maybe we'll disagree on this. I think unless, unless you know the person so insanely well, clothes are a terrible gift. Don't buy clothes for people as gifts unless you know exactly what size they are and exactly what taste they have, which is rare. So unless you're, like, your girlfriend or your fiancé or wife, like, okay, maybe. But, like, even my own parents cannot buy me clothes. So, in general, clothes are just gifts you have to return. So I say clothes, bad gifts. But I'll follow it up by saying I think gift cards and cash are good gifts. And I don't know why they have such a bad reputation. Yeah. Um... Wait, what did you say were good gifts? Cards? Gift cards and cash. Gift cards? 
No, everyone. What? Everyone. I, I ask people for those all the time. They always, oh, but I want something for you to unwrap. Oh, but I, <laughs> I want I wanted to, to seem like I put thought into it. And I'm like, well, no, but it you can put thought into getting me an Amazon gift card that I can buy whatever I want with. You know what? I hate to agree with you because that's not at all what this show is. <laughs> the show is not called Up for Agreement. <laughs> I really, I really want to disagree and say something like, oh, but Sean, gift cards are a terrible gift because they're not personalized. Or, Sean, that takes the whole meaning out of the holiday because you're not going and purchasing you know, an item that someone will cherish. But to, in all honesty, are people going to go out and are, are people going to cherish like what you buy for them? Probably not. Like they'll probably, it's probably something well, they'll use for a little bit and then like, you know, exchange or get rid of, or if it's, you know, I think, a, I think giving somebody a gift card at least gives them the opportunity to, um, you know, their opportunity for agency and they can buy something that they really wanted from a particular store that they, you know, probably put on the back burner and we're like, okay, well, I can't really afford that right now. Well, Hey, I just got a, a target gift card and now I can go out and buy that thing. And it can be, you know, at, at completely like no cost to my, to me. Well, and, so, and, and especially in a, in a day and time where gifts are more complex than ever. Cause you're right. Like back used to, I'm going to whittle a doll for Matt for Christmas. You know, it's like, it's simpler. <laughs> yeah. But these days it's like, Good luck buying me an iPad or an iPhone because they come in eight zillion varieties and you'll get me the Samsung. I told my dad, I, he said, what, what's some stuff you want for Christmas? I mentioned the measuring cups and the gloves. I sent him links and I said, buy me these. Don't buy me just measuring cups. I want these specifically because all due respect, I know what I like. That's why I buy myself stuff. But today it's so easy to screw up giving gifts. And I think, I agree, gift cards should not be your first choice necessarily. Like, like don't be like, nah, I don't really give a shit, I'll just give them a gift card. Like, that's not a good opinion. But if you're really racked for ideas, don't be afraid to go there. And I'll even say with clothes, because a lot of people are like, well, I don't know what to get them, I'll just get them a shirt. Get them a Macy's gift card. Like, just, like, just you don't have to get them something just to get them something. Gift cards work really well. However, do not get those Visa Amex gift cards. I hate those. Do you ever yes. get those? They're a pain because I you can never, I don't like them. places no. don't know how to use them. You never use all the money on them. Although I do have a, a, a quick up for debate tip that I always recommend to people. If you get those, Amazon will let you buy Amazon gift cards with them. So what you do, if you're a big Amazon shopper like I am, and I think most people are, if you get like a $20 Visa card, use that to buy a $20 Amazon gift card. Yes. And then you use that's, all of that it. That's a great idea. And great it's, I heard that from someone else. I don't get credit for that. But uh, but that is a really easy way to get rid of those. So that's that's usually what I do. I did not know that you could – I actually didn't know that you could buy Amazon cards using the Visa gift card. That is that is a great idea. Yeah, you just put it as a credit card. I actually have a Visa gift card that I'm, I'm totally going to do that as soon as the show is over. Um, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Like, yeah, and, and they also have like weird um, – Dates, not expiration dates, but kind of like fees start kicking like, in uh, after a year. Re and reduction dates and fees, right? And and it's yeah, no, I I totally agree. And and there there's a, a baffling number of places that will not accept them. Yeah, well, I remember and, uh, or don't know how to accept. Back them. in my retail days, so, you had to kind of like do all kind, and then like God forbid your transaction isn't the full. You know, like if if the your order is fifty dollars and you have a twenty dollar Visa gift card stores don't know how to handle that because they're like, well, we can't do yeah. it. It's too trans. And then we got to check. It's just, it's an absolute nightmare. Don't give the gift of a hassle.
Yeah, we got to open up two transactions and we got to split it and we'll, we'll charge oh. you for this candy bar, but we'll say this candy bar is 20 bucks. I know. And, and well, and sir, there's 76 yeah, it's, cents it's, left on your card, but we can't use it. And I'm like, well, then ugh. throw it in the <laughs> throw it in the fucking garbage. Like, yeah. So, yeah, um, I, I, I detest the Visa gift card. I think that's a terrible, terrible gift to uh, to give to people. Um Amazon gift card, definitely a better way to go. And you know, by, um, the, by the way, and, and we can pivot a little bit into, because I don't know, Matt, if you have any gift tips for our listeners out there who are looking for a gift, maybe something a little more generic because we don't know who they're shopping for, but just sort of like go-to gift staples that you give out. One of them I really like when you talk about gift cards is they now do gift cards to all of your favorite online subscription services. So if you know someone is a Netflix user and who isn't, you can get a Netflix gift card. You can get a Pandora gift card, a Spotify gift card, a Hulu gift card. If you know people really enjoy those services and they're already paying for them, give them six months for free. It's it's a, like a it's such a no brainer um, if you know that that they use those. Yeah, it is. It's it's convenient and very useful, very utilitarian. Like the gift card is uh it's it's great like uh, things that you wouldn't expect like like uh you could even give gift cards like starbucks gift cards i use them all the time and like without thinking like i'll I'll just happen into a starbucks and like look in my wallet for cash and i'll be like oh my starbucks gift card boom these drinks are free now it's it's just a great feeling it truly is the gift that keeps on giving well, and, and it's, it's, you know, it's so important to know where a person spends their time. If they're a Target shopper, don't get them a Walmart gift card. Really think, and don't be afraid to ask. I've had people ask me, hey, I'm planning on probably getting you a gift card. Give me four or five places I can get you the gift card to. So there's still a bit of an element of surprise, but they're getting it to the place. And I always say Amazon and Target and Dunkin' Donuts. And, and, and don't be afraid to ask because it's almost worse to get them a gift card to a place they never go to than to get them one that, than to get them nothing or to get them cat. You know, it's just like, don't, another yeah. hassle. Don't do that. Be very clear as to where they're actually going to use them. The gift cards kind of present a weird, uh, just kind of a weird dichotomy though, like a weird exchange. Cause like, if I get you a gift on Amazon, it's like a $80 gift or something. And you get me a $50 gift card to Amazon. It's like, oh, I spent like th- I basically just handed you thirty bucks. Like it's yeah. it's weird situation. So I feel like everybody's got to get on board with the gift cards, or like nobody. Like every I think more people should definitely get on board with gift cards and just do that. What if we just exchange gift cards? Like, well, but in. What if that's where the future is leading us, Sean? What if we're, we're just like gift card exchange? But then just do cash, right? Like, like then the, we're just exchanging money. But, the, but, uh, but what I'm saying is, like, the jump from cash to gift card is much smaller than the jump from gift card to actual gift. You know what I'm saying? Like, the gap between a gift card and cash, all you're doing is limiting where I can use your gift, right? You know, the thing about, like, a real gift is, okay, there's thought, it's physical, I can use it all the time or some of the time or whatever. I just think that at that point, then you're kind of like saying, all right, what are we really? Unless, unless the gift card is also like some kind of built-in rewards card, like Best Buy or um, I know Best Buy had had 
you know, like where we're essentially like every purchase registers a certain amount of points and then you can spend the points on future purchases. Well, that's I like when because uh, a lot of restaurants do that now where they say, oh, buy $50 worth of gift cards and we'll give you a $10 bonus card. Yeah. Things like that. Then I can see there being some kind of an advantage if uh, more places were, were were to do that or if, you know, like. If a, if a place offered a gift card and you can keep using that gift card and putting money on like like the Dunkin Donuts model sure where chick-fil-a also does it and like you can keep reloading the card with money and and along the lines you get certain rewards for shopping there like something like that um I also am a big fan um just not to not to change the uh no. topic too much but gift giving um enrolling somebody in like a monthly, you know, like a monthly subscription can be a huge double-edged sword because, you know, they, it could be like a garbage enrollment in like something stupid that they, they just find an irritating every month. Or it can be something really cool and potentially life-changing. Like if you, if you uh, re- register somebody in like a wine of the month club, like, and they like maybe like liked wine, maybe that could get them into like being a, more of a, like a wine connoisseur. Or something like that, you know? Like, you never know where things like that could lead. I, I like that because that's a gift that keeps on keeps on giving all year round and, you know, people look forward to it. Um, I know that Harry and David's, that website, does a, a great deal of, uh, like, little gift baskets and things, and those are nice, so... Uh- I, I think that's an I, that's an awesome pro tip. That's actually point one in this Forbes article of, of better ways to gift, giving experiences over stuff. And I think you're right that things like concert tickets and sporting event tickets, classes and lessons, um, sort of interactive fun things. Last year for Christmas, I received a gift certificate to AmazingClubs.com, which is like the blank of the month club guys. Like they're the ones who do those. But what I learned was a very valuable lesson, and I'm going to supplement your pro tip with another tip, which is don't do that because they vastly overcharge you, and what you get is disappointing. Here's a better way to do it. Run your own gift of the month club. Don't pay someone else. I actually might do this for my dad this year. I haven't decided yet. But instead of paying someone else to send them something every month, you send them something every month. Make it a little more personal. You pick out the things you send them, especially if they live nearby, and then you save on postage because it's not necessary, and you have something that you're reminding them all year long, hey, look at this great gift I gave you. God, that sounds like a lot of work, Sean. It is, but you, but I'm telling you, so have that of the month club he got me, right? I did the math, not to get too much into it, but the way it was set up was it, was, uh, it wasn't the same thing every month. Like I did cheesecake of the month one month and wine of the month one month. Well, the month was beer of the month, for example, right? Do you know how much beer of the month costs you? And this is if you buy the full 12 months, which is the cheapest you can get it. One bottle of beer in that is $3. Wow. It's insane. One cheesecake in cheesecake of the month was like $23. No, it was more than that. And it did not taste that good. So what I'm saying is you can do it so much more efficiently and with better quality stuff doing it yourself. That's my recommendation. It is a lot of work. I'm not going to lie, but I think it's a lot of work. And I, and I think that that would add up though, that cost, wouldn't it? Like if you're going to buy somebody a brand new, like quality cheesecake every month and well, then it ship it in the mail. It to be, but, but like, for example, my dad loves 
uh, he has a man cave. Uh, I rolled my eyes for the audio listeners. And uh, he collects beer glasses. So I would like to go out on eBay and pick him up every month one new beer glass, right, is an example. You can get a beer glass on eBay for under 10 bucks. So it's sure. not probably even five. You know, you go look at a flea market or something and you find these all over the place. So, you know, I think I think the cost doesn't have to be super outrageous to put something like that together. Oh yeah, and the versatility is endless. Like you can you can come up with a anything of the month that you that you want, and uh, you could that's something you could even buy in bulk ahead of time and just kind of right. ship it out one by one. Yeah, yeah totally. As long as it's like not a nothing that's perishable. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's an it's an interesting idea. Uh, sporting tickets are very expensive, though. I did learn that. Um, yeah, they are because I looked into that this year, and they're bananas expensive. Usually, like and any kind of any kind of tickets to anything is expensive. That's, that's a, that's, that's a good tip though. I think that studies have shown time and time again, that we value experiences much more than we value, um, stuff, at least in, in today's day and age experiences seem to be not that we value them more, but that experiences tend to bring us more happiness. Well, there was a on like a net net level. There's a 2016 study published in the Journal of Consumer Research where participants were given fifteen dollars to buy a friend either an experiment, uh, an experiential or material gift, and uh, recipients were asked to rate the strength of their relationship with the giver before and after receiving it. And people who received movie tickets, a pass to a dance class, and other experiences felt closer to their friends versus those who'd gotten shirts, posters, uh, wine, and and etc. gifts. So. I do think you're creating a more personal relay. I've had fun all year long talking to my dad about the blank of the month club gift card he got me, and it ended up not being great, but we still had fun about it because it happened throughout the year. So I, I agree. I think you do create more more closeness with, with experiences. Um, one other tip I will say about giving gifts that I've learned over the years, it takes a little foresight, so I'm not going to pretend this is the easiest way to do it. In like August and September, start asking them what they need. Like, seri- like, like I cannot tell you and write it down in your phone, set a reminder to remind you in December of whatever it is they said they needed. But you'd be surprised. People will tell you the things they need. They'll vent one day. They'll be, oh, my God, I can- my garden hose broke again. Oh, my God. What am I going to, you know, it's little things like, God, I can never get my car clean enough. You, you, it, it takes a little foresight. But if you really listen, I've learned. And this is. I had a very hard time shopping for my grandmother, uh, who is 89 years old and is old. So she doesn't use anything or need anything. Um, one year I bought her brand new bath towels because the towels she was using, I we used to joke, were made from cotton ration during the war. They were sandpaper. They were older than me by a factor of about four. So brand new luxurious towels. She's never used them because she thinks they're too nice. And she's afraid she'll damage them. Okay. <laughs> this is why I don't get her gifts. But I was at her house. She's recently taken up adult coloring books. She's an old lady who lives alone. So she's a lot of free time and she's enjoying that. And she told me, she said, 
Oh, but you know, she's showing me your drawing. She's always so proud of her art. And then she says, you know, oh, you know, it's, it's very impressive. We have, uh, she's, oh, but it's terrible sharpening these pencils. She's like one of those little ghetto, like with the razor blade, little hand sharp. So I bought her electric sharpener for her pencils. People will tell you what frustrates them if you listen, but you have to have the foresight to write it down and not forget. Yeah. No, it's a, that's a good pro, pro tip. If you just listen to people like throughout the year. Um, I feel like, <coughs> oh, I had like a, like I just swallowed a bug or something. That was weird. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah. Listen to people throughout the year. Um, and then, uh, go out and get them what they need. Um, yeah, the, the, um, the thing is about gifts is that. I think that when you buy them an experience or when you like get, getting them tickets to a show or a concert or a, a sporting event, like it's almost like you're, you're covering your bases. Cause like, it's pretty damn hard to not enjoy yourself at one of those things. Like, whereas if you give them a gift, it's like really hit or miss. If it's a possession, like they're either going to like it or they're going to not like it. Like, Whereas if you give them tickets to a show or a concert, providing that they're able to make it on that date, well, that's the thing. That is another. That is another. And you ha- struggle. Is better you make, make sure. sure better make sure they like available. that. They like too the the group or the act or the 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 yeah. team that you buy the tickets for. And that's kind of easy to figure out. Like you you kind of know the sports teams that people like, and you know that the uh, the music that people like is a little bit easier to figure out if to if they you know that's a little bit more easier to figure out than like the kind of jewelry they wear or, or uh, what kind of technology that they need. Um, yeah, no experiences I'd say are, are, it's a good way to go. Now there's, if you can. there's one other thing um, that I think we're, we're running a little short on time here, but there's one other thing in this article I thought was interesting, which is um giving them the gift of time, which is the idea like, um, sending them uh, meals in the mail, like a HelloFresh or Blue Apron gift certificate, uh, perhaps a maid service or a babysitter or something that uh, a house cleaning service, perhaps something that takes a regular routine item for them and makes it easier Mm. and saves them time. Now I would be careful with those kind of gifts because yes, the gift of time, um, very valuable. And I, but you got to make sure that they're going to see it that way because if you get them something like a maid service like your mom getting you the deodorant Mm. it could kind of send a message you know (laughs) hey your house is dirty (laughs) i think that you can't handle cleaning it on your own so i'm gonna give you a maid service like oh um you're uh you're uh you can't handle cooking for yourself because I notice you're getting a little thin there or opposite. You're getting a little pudgy. Like you might probably eat fast food all the time. Here's a couple of quality meals that, uh, you know, just to help you out as long as they're like, you're up front and you're like, I got you this because I think that this way you won't have to spend time cooking and you got to find somebody that's not going to be touchy and be like, well, they only gave me this because they think I'm fat or they think my apartment stinks. Right. Like, 
but uh but i think that it's a noble it's a it's a noble and and useful gift for some people yeah um one experience that i've noticed is is a, a popular one around this time is um escape rooms people like to go to escape rooms to solve puzzles to try to uh get out of uh situations like that um escape rooms have become very popular in the past like a couple of years i would have never thought of those as a gift can you buy people tickets to escape rooms is that how it works i I would bet they have gift certificates yeah i'm sure they do that sounds fun or like you do like go-karting laser tag paintball yeah those are always classic things yeah Cooking classes. Okay, great. Yeah, totally. But what, I, but what I would say is don't, you know, sporting events are a little different, but experiences like those, don't don't buy them tickets to a specific one. Get them a gift card so they can pick their own. Yeah. Or, yeah, even, or even, even better, like, I've never thought about this, but I bet you could prepay for like a community college course even. Yeah. Like that's you kind of a that. cool, and but then let them pick the course they want to take. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know how much that would run you, but <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're just auditing and you're not actually going to get the credits. Yeah. I mean, there are those like, you know, $150 learn Excel basics type courses that you can, that yeah. you can take. And you give them the gift of knowledge. Now, uh, Matt, we're basically out of time for this episode. If you can believe it, where does the time go? But I did want to end on a question and it's a tough one. So I'll, I'll go first and give you a minute to think about it. What's the best gift you've ever received i'm gonna let you it it's not gonna be easy but i'll let you think on that and i'll go first or a gift that friendship john jennings oh it's the gift that keeps on giving all year round (laughs) uh no but this is uh but this is a uh, a gift maybe that had a big impact on your life or a gift that means a lot to you Uh, it's a very loaded question but uh i'm gonna offer to go first which is um when i was probably middle school, early middle school, late elementary school, um, I received a very uh, discount toy video camera. And I used it to make goofy videos with my brother, and we strapped it to an RC car, and it really instilled in me a love of movies and a love of video and a love of, of production um, that led into me making videos in middle school and high school. It led me to almost going into broadcast journalism, and it led me to doing this show and the other shows. And it really, it, I do it for work. It's something I continue to do today. And I think if it hadn't been for that gift, um, I would have probably never gotten to experience that. So, you know, it just goes to show a gift really can can have an impact on someone's life. Is there is there again very loaded, Matt? So you're you're okay to say no, but is there a gift? Um, my favorite gift I ever got is much, I'm going to sound like a superficial asshole compared to that. Um, but but my favorite gift was my Game Boy Color. Uh, I got that when I was in, I think like second or third grade or something. And I I loved playing Pokemon Blue. Still, I think to this day, like my favorite video game of all time and, uh, oh gosh, I had so much, so many fond memories of playing that Game Boy Color. 
it was something more sentimental. No, Matt, I know that Game Boy Color instilled in you a great love of history. So, of course, yes, the history of uh, the Pokemon world (laughs) and uh, Bulbasaur and and all that. No, I think that's uh, awesome. It was just a lot of fun. I just remember like taking it everywhere on like long car trips or, uh, you know, places that I, I was bored. I would always take it out and play. And it was, uh, it was just something magical. Like it opened up a whole new, this whole new world to me, this like, uh, little game. And I remember the anticipation for it, um, brought me like it was just that much more special because i had been i had been like i had been wanting this game boy for like months and finally getting it was just like so so exciting and uh i remember getting it that day but not being able to play it right away because you know you have family coming over it's christmas day and you gotta wait till nighttime and Mm -hmm. yeah um it was just exciting um, I, I can't, honestly, I can't remember a gift kind of coming close to that. So uh, if it meant a lot to you, that's, that's all that matters. And I think you're right. But the sad, the sad thing is like, I don't know if any gift would rep would be able to replicate that. Like that excitement, that anticipation. Well, it's a perfect gift for a kid, right? I mean, that's what, that's what a gift is supposed to do for a kid. It's yeah. supposed to get them excited. It's supposed to be something they're passionate about and excited about and something they use all the time and. You know, I'm sure you talked about it with your friends and. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was uh, it was a great game. Um, great gift for sure. Maybe but, that's what you can ask for. This uh, if year. You'd like to... What? what was that? Maybe you can ask for a Game Boy Color for your for Christmas this year from Santa. You know, I, I still have mine. I still, Do you really? It's in my desk. Awesome. Oh, yeah. It still it still works and everything. Yeah. I just kind of keep it around. It's in my junk drawer. I just kind of like keep it around for old time's sake. Um, but uh, if I was going to say, if, if uh, any of our listeners out there have a particular gift that they're fond of, uh, I think you should go ahead and share it on our website. It's upfordebate.com uh, slash upfordebate. That's <laughs> dot .html uh, backslash. Slash buy uh, some premium membership. It's $5 a month. And uh, – Make Matt. sure you subscribe by hitting the subscribe button. Like us if you are on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. That's and cool. our website is upfordebate.edu. <laughs> so make sure you follow us on our website. And Matt, and how, how do people send their $5 in? Comment. Uh, you can just put the $5 in an envelope and you can address that to our headquarters, which is in Boston, Massachusetts. Lovely Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, our area code is one, two, eight, five, seven. I think that's the area code for Massachusetts. That's too many numbers. <laughs> Boston. And, uh, um, we're located in the, uh, the largest building in Massachusetts, which is. That's where we are. So, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. You know, I, I always, I sometimes I think, I think, you know, maybe it's rude of me to always do the sort of the intros and the plugs at the end. And maybe I should let yeah. Matt give it a shot. And I just did. Never again. Never again. <laughs> Never again. So go ahead and do that. Uh, if we're on Twitch as well, we play a game called Dungeons and Dragons every week. Uh, our lovely Colby Rabidou is the current dungeon master. 
Uh, if you'd like to buy some gifts for other people, we sell Dungeons and Dragons memorabilia on our website. So go ahead and, and buy what we- that. What website is that? Autographed copies of the dungeon manual, autographed by dun- all the former dungeon masters. Um, you can buy the uh, box set DVD of our previous Dungeons and Dragons journey. That's actually a good idea. And uh, you can replay them at your. It's filled with tons of special features, hours of hours of special content, uh, interviews with the fans, interviews with us. Uh, we're going to be at the next uh, PAX East, so come and visit us at that gaming convention. We have our own panel where we talk about the stuff we're doing, and it's it's really great. Um, so you could come and check us out, you know, and uh, feel free to shoot us an email or a uh, a text or. Zillow. Um, we're on Zillow as well. We're renting space on Zillow. So hit us up. Do you want to play at, Don't Panic 2 while you're at it? Uh, oh, there's also this other show. It's called Don't Panic. Uh, it's about, I think it's about like anxiety or something or not having anxiety because it's saying don't panic. Uh, it's, it's, I think Sean practices meditation on that show. So, so go and check it out. It's pretty cool. Oh my goodness. So, I've never actually listened to it. We know. We've noticed. Uh, well, good. I don't have to repeat all that. I'll simply footnote it with upfordebate.tv, gamenights.tv, uh, game, uh, upfordebate.tv at gmail.com, and at upfordebate.tv on Twitter. But you were pretty close. Every week they pick one thing that you should not panic about. And then the spoiler alert, like the last 10 minutes, they start panicking. That actually may be the most accurate thing you've said in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> actually that that's kind of a decent subscription a description of how that show goes but anyhow we do have to wrap up because we are over time so thanks everybody. they have a thing that's called it's called the panic button and as soon as they hit it and sirens go off and they just like oh it's time to panic guys and then they go underneath their desks and they're like oh we got to go on amazon and order the most expensive uh technology we could find this microphone's a thousand dollars we'll order it Matt, you definitely have not seen the. Oh my god! <laughs> and then they're like, oh, crisis averted. Join us next week. We'll tell you something else you don't have to panic about. For the season finale, oh or like god. the series finale of Don't Panic, I think you should pick one thing that you should panic about. We did panic panicked. once. See, you would know this, but we had one episode where we panicked. Was it called Panic? No, I forget what we called it, but it was it was the it was the only episode where we talked about no tech news, and it was the episode right after election day twenty sixteen. I was just gonna say that. I was gonna say it wasn't right after and the election. It's a fascinating episode. If people do go back and listen to this on Don't Panic, but we were like shell shocked. We were so out of it and we're like, we don't want to talk about anything, but we kind of have to. And it's Call so weird. It's it's like a good episode because it's kind of fascinating now to go back and listen. But yeah, we definitely panicked. Well, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to listen to that yeah, after this do. is over. I'm excited. Yeah, please do. But, and where can I go to listen to that? You can go to don'tpanic.biz. No, that's not true. Don'tpanic.io is our website for that show. Um, oh, and I should, I, Matt, you forgot to mention the biggest thing we got going on, which is the 2017 Up for Debate Winter Movie League, which is happening now at upfordebate.tv slash movies. Right. You are holding at tight I'm in second place. Winning. I have five hundred million dollars. That's not true. All right, you know what? Just stop. First place. Just stop. Get- I would like to thank the fans for my success. Oh lord. Oh god. 
Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great topic here on the program. On behalf of Matt, this is Sean, uh, and we'll see you next time for more Up for Debate. Happy gift giving.